We're going to talk about HBO Max's Peacemaker, which is a spinoff of the Suicide Squad. But we're going to talk about episodes one. <laughs> yes, yes. Episodes one through three. So people unfamiliar with Peacemaker. Peacemaker explores the continuing story of the character that John Cena reprises in the aftermath of the, give me put the, the the in front of it, the Suicide Squad, a compelling, then glamorous man who believes in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get it, which is a very interesting thing because we're going to talk about is, is, does it even hold true anymore? Jason, what do you think about Peacemaker episodes one, and, one through three? One through three. Uh, my initial reaction to this show was that uh, I, I wrote on Facebook, so people who follow me on Facebook probably know this, that James Gunn should do all superhero movies from this point on because <laughs> I think he's the only person that captures the correct tone for comic books. He can find that line between between comedy and between drama and then switch it up to being to be back to comedy without really losing a lot of the drama that pre that preceded it. And uh, especially in this DC universe where it's just so dour and sad and everybody's a fucking asshole. Like this thing brings like it's funny, even though uh, Peacemaker is not the hero you want or the hero you even like. He brings such a good sort of characterization to the character that you can't help but feel for this this asshole, basically, at least in my opinion, anyway. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoy the show. Uh, I think in this show, uh, John Cena has the ability to be himself, which is charming. So he's kind of being like the rock in a way in this show and actually showing like why he's become the superstar of a wrestler that he's been more so than any other thing that he's ever been in because he is funny. He's charming. He's witty, but he also shows that little bit of like, um, sadness to him, a little sorrow to him as well. That this character isn't that isn't as not self aware as he's presenting himself to be, which mm -hmm. is great. Which is the great thing to see. It's just not this completely cotton candy. There is some actual bits of steak and and meaty bits in it that you can eat up. And uh, also, there's some fucking references to actual DC stuff that in no other live action product. Period does they ever 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 will ever mention like in every other live ad action adaptation of a dc property they always try to pretend like the dc universe doesn't exist except for that one character that they're presenting and in this one they're like nah fuck that every weird thing that you've seen in dc comics exists in this reality in this mm -hmm. universe and we're just gonna reference it and be like okay with it because like that's the world that we live in and i love that like that is fucking awesome because they don't do it. They don't Warner Brothers, you fucking suck because you don't like let your things like be itself. And but in this show, they are doing it. And it's funny and it's it's got heart. It's probably gonna get canceled. <laughs> yeah, All right. I'm I'm glad you love Peacemaker so lovingly. And you know what? And it, you halfway called it too, because you was like, ah, you're probably gonna hate this, Jason. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> so John Cena makes me at peace as Peacemaker because this is the John Cena that got over with, you know, thugonomics. This is the John Cena <laughs> that had the swag of you can't see me. This is the John Cena that was so self-aware in the John Cena sucks era of wrestling. 
that he played into it because he knew he could laugh at himself. John Cena is on full display for this show, and it's amazing. It's great. And I cannot heap enough praise on how he plays this. I cannot heap enough praise on James Gunn for how he allows this to breathe when it comes to the Peacemaker character, because this is his show. The long short of this is, is that I think watching it episode to episode to episode, it felt like so eventually I was getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> and why I say that is that, like, James Gunn is untethered in this, which is cool to a degree, but I think I've said this sometimes on the show once in a while that everything's funny, everything is funny until you have to get serious. And I know you feel like they do the drama very well here. I think they do a terrible job with the drama because I think they undercut all the drama with making everybody a caricature of themselves. The perfect example of it to show how I feel that way is uh, Mr. Morn, like who's supposed to be the straight-laced character to a degree, but he's supposed to have this dark past and he's about to bought the business or whatever. I think it's maybe episode three. Yeah. He's like almost cracking wise and playing with his own persona, not in a way that's like self-aware where you know he's kind of egging people on, but he's playing it like straight. But the shit he's saying is like counter to the a character of his ilk would say. Like he's making like Deadpool type insults to the other people, but that's not how his character's played. So it felt like almost like, oh, we need somebody to make a wisecrack funny thing here. Where some of those moments with them could have just breathed and been fine. I feel the same way with Cena, some of the Cena moments or Peacemaker moments, where maybe five more seconds of letting it breathe before it gets goofy is like the perfect example of that is the bedroom scene when they first introduce Vigilante. Vigilante. And yeah. yeah, like that scene before they introduce him could have breathed like five more seconds, and I probably would have been happier with it. What ensues after that is pretty hilarious. And speaking about Vigilante. He pretty much steals this whole show for me. I'm sorry. Like, Vigilante <laughs> well, is hilarious. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 he's so hilarious to me because, I mean, the whole scene behind the trash can, he goes, how do you know my secret identity isn't a psychiatrist? And this would be normal. <laughs> like, like that's, that's brilliant. And the way he delivers it is so good. Like, it's so, it's so much funny stuff in it. But I think because I watched them all back to back to back, I got tired of how everything was just so goofy and as a joke. And it's supposed to be this way. So it's not a them fault. It's a me fault. I, I wish they would have <laughs> only I'm, real thing. I would have, oh, go ahead. I'm, so, I'm glad that you finally realized it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Very, that's because, growth but, there, Jason. <laughs> but the problem is with it is that while realizing it's my fault, it's things in it that, because it, it's my fault, Because but it's things in it that should have been rewritten. Don't give a serious plot to something that this that this goofy. Like you talked about like all the goofy shit that's in the DC universe is real and they acknowledge it. I'm great with that. I loved it. One of the things they acknowledge in here, like me and you text about it, which I think <laughs> I even put it on Facebook, which I think is the most amazing thing you can ever acknowledge. Don't give me a plot that's this serious though. Like it's they're playing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And give me a goofy plot. And then and some of the things that they, like I said, when I talk about the undercutting of the drama, a big scene happens in these first three episodes with one of the characters and their family and their family having to move. And that gets like a shot in the scene and a comment and it's over. Like you built that up in episode one of this being a big thing that this family was going to be here. 
you gave us a whole scene of this to kind of introduce this character and give him development. Like you almost gave us characterization of him by giving us that scene. And then the fallout from that scene is one sentence. Now I know, like you know, because James Gunn's a good writer, I know that's going to come back at some point. But again, let me sit in that moment that she had to make this decision that she didn't want to make that was unpopular and having to feel what her significant other felt about it and still having to sit in her ground that this is the right decision. Let me have that moment. Like, so that, I think that's what it is for me is that everything is funny unless you get a little bit serious and it never gets a little bit serious for me. So everything is just trying to be funny. And at a certain degree, I'm kind of like, oh, I know I get it. You're going to make some insult. That's going to be some arrangement of curse words that is going to be cute. Got it. Yeah. Again, and you know me because that's how my exhaustion from Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. And my exhaust- it's all of that together. Tika YTD, James Gunn, Ryan Reynolds, all the quirky function, blah, blah. It only works for me when it has to actually be serious at some point. That's why I like the Suicide Squad. The point when they decide to be like, you're going to do what you're going to do, Amanda, because we're going to go stop, stop Project Stop. Like, yes, it works because you've set up so many standards to be like, even though these dudes are criminals, they still aren't going to let like mass slaughtering happen. Like, <laughs> so, but this one, again, I think this is, like I said, at least in the Suicide Squad, I felt like they were pulling James Gunn's chain a little bit back. This one, they're like, off the leash. Go have fun. You made us a billion dollars. Go have fun. (laughs) Hey, we're going to leave this bowl of food out. Come back if you want, like, and let it go with it. So, again, like I said, and and that's why for people who watch this, and my score is going to reflect my feelings on it, but for people who watch this, understand that, like, it's a good show. It's good quality. I just, from now on, will make sure that I don't binge any of this because I watched episode one, and I was in love. I watched episode two, and I was like, yeah, this relationship is going on a little longer than I want, but I still really, really like you. By episode three, I was like, man, how do I break up with this girl? Oh, I, I just got to figure out a way. I still think some things about her are still cute, but I just can't spend the rest of my life. And that's how I felt, but I think it's because I watched them all together. And they're like all 45 minutes apiece. So, like, it yeah. really was watching it all together. So, if I could watch them separated, I think I would feel differently about it. Um, but I'll let you finish up because I know I came with a strong heat right there. And then we'll go to our ratings. <laughs> I just think the uh, the one thing that really like sold me on the show uh, was in episode three where uh, Peacemaker had to put down the sniper rifle, and then Vigilante picks it up and he's just humming along and doing this. And it, I mean, moment. like you hate that, I get it because there's a very dramatic. Oh no, I thought that was a great moment. moment. I thought that was great because they they actually let that but sit. It, he's humming and, and they show the... with this aftermath, right. and I was like, oh, this is so <laughs> great, great. For me, great TV, and I, 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 I bought in. I bought into that. So, well, it, it depends yeah, I, on how I, much you're moment, willing to buy into the silliness of the show. Definitely, but I think that that that, that moment right there is an example of what I wanted from it, kind of going through. Like, yes, it's there because yeah, because that was a definitely yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It was definitely a longer part of the drama, and then like for a second, like it got a a break for like half a like half a minute to get you to. To understand the drama, and then it went on to a, a comedy bit, which is still pretty horrifying <laughs> of what <laughs> the character is doing. <laughs> and the fact which is <laughs> that that scene alone built that character so much that now, like in my mind, I'm waiting for like eventually I'm thinking those characters are gonna have to clash. Cause yeah, but I feel like yeah, because he like again, like I said, that that character, that moment, like you said, it built both those characters into the directions they're going to probably head for the rest of the series. So I thought that worked very well. But it's a lot of other stuff that I didn't think worked as well. That I was just like, 
Okay. I mean, but again, I think it's because I watched all of it at once, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to. I, I guess I didn't watch all of it once because I stopped to go watch Scream with you and then went back <laughs> <laughs> to watching the rest of it. <laughs> all right. So, Jason, what are you rating Peacemaker wish, episodes one through three? I wish Jaren were here to uh, roll his eyes and, 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 <laughs> And and call it bullshit because I I love this show five out of five for me and he'd be like oh DC and he would roll you his know eyes. What's and funny shit. enough, I think Jared would rate this as high too because he loves James Gunn. Yeah, so he would be like oh James, James Gunn's done Marvel. Yeah, he's done Marvel <laughs> movies first, so that makes him a Marvel director first, and that's why he'll run with it. So. Um, hey, how you doing there? We hear it. The N-word for nerd. I could tell you a little something about a product that we decided to, you know, steal from some people and then sell to you at a very extremely uh, serviceable price. Have you ever been tired, worn down, and just lazy? I know I am because that's my life. But then this magical drink came along, came Nerd Focus. Nerd Nerd Focus hits all that stuff in your brain, makes you smarter. Well, let me change it. It doesn't make you smarter. But since you brought this, which is a smart decision... Then in that turn, it just made you smarter. So by that nature, it does make you smarter. Have you ever wanted to turn into a Super Saiyan 4? Nerd Focus will help you do that. Jason, you just had some. What do you think about Nerd Focus? It's delicious. It tastes very good. Uh, I feel more aware. I feel more awake now. Uh, I feel like I can actually talk to a girl, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe ask her out on a date. <laughs> uh, it definitely has electrolytes in it. So that's, you know, that's what plants need. It's very good. It's great. <laughs> well, guys, if you want to get your own very own case of Nerd Focus, go ahead and check out our link in our description. That gives you, that's our affiliate link. So if you do purchase a case of Nerd Focus, it actually does help us out tremendously. Hey, let's get Let your Nerd Focus it. on, man. Focus up. <laughs>